Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. How was Halloween? I hope everybody had a, a good time. Did you end up handing out candy? I handed out advice. Okay. A, uh, <laughs> I said to the children, don't cross on a red. Right. And uh, so with that, I had to put out my garbage when I left this morning because the uh, the neighborhood children were not happy with Uncle Craigie. Gotcha. They don't want advice. They want candy. No, we uh, we actually had a decent little run of kids. I thought we did too. We about 45 of them. Okay. Which uh, I think is a good, good yeah. little count. It seems to be a very tight window. Like it gets dark somewhere just after 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really by about eight o'clock, the majority were done. It, it's, it's two hours. We had a couple of, yeah, uh, a couple of, uh, later ones, but yeah, for the most part, that window of a couple of hours. Yeah. Like all the little kids are out by seven yeah. and seven thirty. Uh, I think after eight, maybe eight thirty, there was a couple of older ones and that was about it. And I think we shut it down after that. We had the, uh, the boys over and, uh, Ariel, uh, my oldest uh, son's girlfriend, she was dressed up. She always gets into it and likes to hand out the candy. So I was just in, uh, involved in pouring drinks. <laughs> that was my job. <laughs> Cooking dinner and for pouring. the kids or for you? Uh, for the children. <laughs> and those out? I was handing out Ryan Cokes. <laughs> Advice and a Ryan Coke. That's right. I said, come in, come in, kid, have a cigarette. Ryan Coke. Actually, it was funny. One little three-year-old, this was early, uh, the early goings, uh, needed a bathroom break. Uh-oh. So we ended up charging them $27 to use the, uh, <laughs> to use the downstairs bathroom. So the dad's like, would you mind if my little guy could have a pee? So, Too funny. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was fun all around. And uh, and I noticed this morning that you have brought your son Evan in, and he's dressed up as a son who actually doesn't give a crap about what his father does for a living. <laughs> right. <laughs> Typical. Uh, bring your kid to school day. Yeah. Or or follow your parent along. Yeah. So what we'll have to do if if you've been a regular listener to Rock Mornings, year it seems like decades ago now, but it was years ago that we used to have Evan on. To uh, to do football picks, right? We Evan, but he's uh, he's not we anymore. And uh, of course, back then, you know, how old is Evan now? Fourteen, thirty-seven. Yes, it's fourteen going on thirty-seven. Yeah, uh, fourteen. So he would have literally been like four, five, or six when we were doing the uh, the football picks. I think we started when he was like four. Yeah. Four or five, yeah. So the voice is deep. He's not we anymore, and no. the voice is deep. And no, so he's not I, cute anymore. And I wish we had the audio. We lost it all in the great flood here at uh, the radio station. <laughs> right. But if we had the audio, and we used to have a ton of it, you know, we could have played some of that and then talked oh. him on the mic now right. to say he's not, you know, this is why we don't do the cute foot. He's not, he, it's it's no fun to say to a we Evan, hey, who's going to win this weekend? And then we Evan goes, Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, so that's why we gave it up. Yeah. Well, and, and if you remember when we first started it, well, it was because of my particular gambling affliction mm-hmm. uh, that uh, I had started the boys very young, and Evan first, obviously. But uh, I would I would put out all of the uh, logos of the NFL helmets mm-hmm. onto cue cards, and then I would match them up. And I would, because I was doing pro-line picks and and trying to figure out who would win, picking all the games. Right. Uh, so I would make my picks on one card, and then I would put Cheerios on each one of the helmets facing each other. And whichever one he took first, 
that was the game I picked. And quite often he would beat me yeah. <laughs> based on that because we've seen that before too. Random Halloween costumes and, and such and favorite colors tends to be what wins mm-hmm. those big, big prizes sometimes. Uh, and so from that he learned all of the, the teams and the, and learned a little bit about players too as he was going along. And then when it came time to have to talk about our football pool, and Doug Elliott said we have to do it. And that's yeah. why it kind of made sense to have him on. There. Yeah, we had him on. And I guess once we probably shut it down when COVID hit. And then, uh, of course, he he grew over those two or three right. years. Yeah. Uh, speaking of big, uh, big wins uh, out of nowhere <clears throat> and just by picking colors or doing something random that there's no actual real skill to winning anything. There's a story I was reading this morning of a woman who won a uh, scratch lottery ticket. She never plays. First time ever, uh, was craving a Coke because her mother had just passed away and her mother loved Coca-Cola. Come on. This woman also never drank Coke, uh, decided, I I, I really want a Coca-Cola. Went into the local, you know, uh, convenience store, bought herself a Coke and saw one scratch ticket and just thought, that's a winner. Grabbed it, scratched, boom. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So now, I mean, she must be talking about how her mother basically gifted it to her, told oh, her sure. to get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I, because with the news stuff here, I get a lot of updates from OLG as to like where the prizes are won, especially in, in like GTA area. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of scratch tickets that seem to win. You see those pop up every time. And like your type of, you know, the, the when you say what you would love to have, 100 grand, yep. 500 grand, just enough to, Clear off some debt yep. and not owe the world a no, favor. It's uh, yeah, and I, I'm well. I'm always stuck behind the woman who's picking the scratch tickets <laughs> and can't seem to quite figure out how it works. <laughs> Just pick a ticket. I guess while we were mostly sitting at home during the pandemic, we were just sitting in our own stink because <laughs> the sale of deodorant has gone way up oh. since people have started going back to work. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, I could see people giving the giving the pits a little rest. Oh, sure. Over the weekend, like especially if we're doing a bunch of stuff around the house, you know, this time of year, cleaning up the leaves and getting everything into the shed, and just busy doing stuff uh, uh, around the ranch and not going anywhere. I'll go, I'll go a Saturday and a Sunday without a shower. I will. Right. You know, brush the teeth, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and I guess it depends on what you normally wear. Like if you wear antiperspirant, mm. like that gel stuff that really clogs you up, mm-hmm. and uh, then perhaps you'd want to take a break for that for the weekend. If you're going out, though, <laughs> and oh, yeah. among the people, you gotta swipe on a spray, please. Yes, please, please do that. Uh, as soon as people started working from home, uh, we just stopped caring. And basically, we sat around for three years smelling like an old shoe. <laughs> Um, but that's no longer the case. Sales of personal care products are up, way up. Okay. And the number one thing on the personal care products is the deodorant. I'll say this. I, I don't think for about two years I wore cologne. Like, there was just no need. Do you wear cologne? Uh, usually if I'm, I'm going out somewhere, I'll, I'll, oh, yeah? I'll put a, a one spritz on. Yeah, I've only, only ever just been the deodorant guy. Hmm. I remember when I I first started shaving and I and I had uh, I had shaved and then I guess I had some after uh, shave splash right. stuff 
and I put it on my face and it burnt. Like I thought my skin was coming off. Yeah. So I don't know. It either it <laughs> scarred me so badly that I've just never gone back to any cologne or 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 any type of classic Home Alone scene. Now, does your house? We have a wee Evan in this morning for a take your kid to work day. It, does your house smell like an Axe body spray uh, plant? Uh, Not quite Axe. No, we we moved on to the uh, what Dove Men Care that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of hair gel and products and yeah. not really gel. Yeah. Not, not like our old days with the dippity do, which would be like putting a hockey helmet on. Yeah. Oh, when my, uh, when my youngest, I don't think Daniel, uh, so much, but David, when he was about, uh, 13, 12, 14, some, it smelled like the, uh, an axe, uh, factory had exploded <laughs> in our home. We, I think once we went to like a hockey tournament and they sent, handed out samples of mm-hmm. it and they threw it in the hockey bags and we couldn't figure out where the hell the smell mm. was coming from. It was just it, ignorant, to be honest. Like oh, yeah. it is so out there. But I guess if it's masking the fact that you get teenagers not taking showers and on a daily basis, then yeah. perhaps it helps. I remember uh, the lovely Maria always saying when our boys were uh, probably, I guess, uh, tweens or in that range, she would say, "Oh my God, their smell has arrived." Oh yeah. Right. Because, of course, you know, everything's starting to change and they're growing hair in places they didn't have hair before and they uh, they get ripe and they don't know how a shower works. <laughs> they don't quite understand the even, concept of water. Even with the shower. Yeah. You know, like, like I find socks, like they come into the house and it just <laughs> smells like someone opened up a bag of Doritos constantly. <laughs> <laughs> and then the hockey equipment, right? Yeah. That stuff comes in the house to dry. We put it down in the laundry room. And, like, you want to put a perimeter around that thing yeah. sometimes. And it's just boys. I mean, I I have nieces. And when they were that age, they were just so pleasant. Right. But boys of, like, uh, that, again, 12, 13, 14, they're just stinky bags of poop. Well, and it doesn't really end because I think, if, you know, in some senses, even adult men, we like the smell of our own brand. Mm. You know, I think that's why, you know, dudes leave poops in bathrooms for other people to recognize, right? Like, or, or discover. But beyond that, they don't smell anything foul coming from what they've done. No. Right? Oh, it's very pleasant. It's last night's dinner. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Actually, I do feel bad for Wee Evan because he's stuck sitting right beside you. Yes. And we know what goes on in that corner of the room. <laughs> when I talk about stink, the poor kid's going to be gagging in no time. Uh, many of us complain that we uh, never look good in photos. I certainly struggle always trying to come up with a bit of a look. You know, do you keep your head down a bit? Do you try to widen your eyes? Right. I'm one who really does not like to do the open mouth smile because I think I've got bad chicklets. Right. You want the teeth to show or not? Yeah. And it, uh, people do it. Now, listen, a lot of people uh, have gotten really good at it with the uh, cell phones. Now it's become, you know, people are professional duck face Photo takers. Gotcha. Well, there are, but there are some people who are just genuinely photogenic. Mm-hmm. Like you, they just, they're always looking great at the right spot. Yeah, uh, they are. They seem to be well put together. Uh, generally interested in having their photo taken. Maybe that's my problem. So I really don't love having my photo taken. Oh, really? Well, I, I get nothing out of it <laughs> other than critiquing myself afterwards for how I look. Sometimes trying to arrange a family photo can be an absolute nightmare. Oh, man. But, yeah, when you speak of people looking good in photos, I've often noticed this. Like my brother-in-law and his wife and kids 
when they all gather for a group family photo, they always all look great. Mm. It's always, they're all, they're all smiling. Uh, Maria and I and the boys, we always look like we just had a huge fight. <laughs> Someone's looking one way, somebody's looking the other, somebody's looking down. But Daniel and David, a few years back for Christmas, they decided, uh, they set up a whole thing. Daniel's, or David's got a really nice camera. He got the tripod going because with his journalism, he was taking a lot of photos. So he had this stuff and we decided to all do the, the modern family thing where we all put on the white shirt. Gotcha. And we all sat around together on the couch. Well, I, it must have been, it was pre Christmas and then the kids, uh, they had it, um, printed and blown up and put in a frame. And, uh, we finally got one, but I think we started trying to take the photo at around noon, <laughs> and we weren't done, and it was like 4 o'clock, and I think like six fights had broken up, broken out around the photo. And when the we finally got one that we thought was even kind of reasonable, I look like I'm in pain. <laughs> Everybody's got what looks like a forced kind of smile. Right. Anyhow, we're not winning any uh, contests uh, anytime soon. But when people are asked about uh, photos, half of us, or more than half, think we look better in person than in photos. Right. Yes. I think that's very true. I know that for sure of me. I, I can't tell you the amount of times I've stopped in front of a mirror. I've never found a mirror I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, certainly in uh, clothing stores, I, I think it's the way they do the lighting and the mirrors and the change rooms. It always makes things look better on you than perhaps they truly are. Right. Because I've bought clothing that thought looked spectacular in the store and then brought them home and just thought, did I go to Canadian Tire for a tent? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I wearing this tent? I I don't love uh, photos is kind of the same way, but I think I go back to you know the time when you didn't take forty or fifty photos to get one. Mm-hmm. You had one chance at it. Yep, and uh, and you didn't find out what it looked like until you know weeks later, and then it's got the red eye stuff, or you're not looking. Someone's mm-hmm. all screwed up. Um, but I I find it amazing, and I guess it also depends on how set up the photo is like I, I i think i look best when the photo is not um arranged okay but it has to be timed perfectly because mm. too many photos of me i'm talking which mm. i guess i do a lot of but mm. uh, so what you, we get paid you, for you got your mouth open you're not food looking food. Food. you just look awkward yeah. in that sense yeah but then like we notice especially with kids school photos when you try and pose them mm. <laughs> it's so unnatural yeah. in how you look and, and i'm the same when i'm on camera for tv stuff like what do you do with your hands how do you want your shoulders i feel like i'm leaning in too much or right I'm leaning back i'm trying to suck my gut in at the same time <laughs> and do i show teeth or not teeth do i get something in my nose it's it's too much yeah it's funny when you mentioned about going in, you know, getting photos developed. It was such a, an exciting moment that, that is lost now. You, you'd go away somewhere, a weekend little getaway down to Niagara Falls or something, and you'd take either your 24, or I think the max was like 36, and you'd take the roll of film to your local store and you'd drop it off. They'd give you the little slip. You'd come back like a week later, you'd pick them up, you'd tell the person that you were on vacation with or your your, your travel partner, your husband or wife and the family, you go, I got the photos. They'd say, 
don't look at him till I get home. Right. Let's <laughs> let's look at him together. And you're both so excited. You sit there with that little yellow envelope and you pop it open. And out of 36 pitchers, about six are any good. Yeah, I look better in the negatives. <laughs> hey, this is kind of sexy. Now you can have your parents weighing in on your matches on Tinder. <laughs> You can have your mommy and your daddy help you pick a date. That seems so... Creepy. Yeah, but it seems so sign of the times, too. Uh-huh. Well, you're still living with your parents. Right. So. Tinder has just announced a few new features, and one of them is a matchmaking option, which allows you to send profiles to friends and family to let them weigh in. Well, you're right. This is so now. Because... Yeah. We see this on social media all the time. Everybody wants everybody's opinion on everything. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to buy a new car. Right. Tell me what car to get. I'm looking to take a vacation. What's the best steakhouse? Yes. And it's also probably part of the humble brag. Very much so. Look at this guy. Look at this girl. Isn't she hot? Mm-hmm. She's interested in me. The idea supposedly is that uh, you can find out if a potential match passes the friend test. And if they'll get your parents' approval. How the hell would you know any of that? But all you're looking at is a profile picture, yeah, right? I guess. Maybe a little bit of information that they've made up about themselves? Right. <laughs> unless your mom can have a chat with her. I was going to say, you can't pass a friend test unless you actually meet the person. And, and let me tell you this. As a parent of two boys, I don't have daughters, but I'm going to assume it was the same way. My wife doesn't like anybody my son's date. <laughs> there will come a day when Evan and Christian bring somebody home and Adrian will hate them. Right. Uh-huh. It's just the go-to. Mm-hmm. They're stealing my baby. True. Their heart belongs to them now and not me. <laughs> so you can have your parents look at all the dates you want. If you're a girl, your dad's going to hate them. And if you're a boy, your mom's going to hate them. Yeah. And you really want to trust that opinion. Right. Because I thought at one point you were looking for the bad boy or the person that your parents didn't like. That rebellion phase. Mm. Maybe you go through that on your own. Right. And then when you're looking for the one that you lock down. Or you're just trying to really needle into your parents. Yeah. Say, here, this is, <laughs> this is who I'm going to date. Yeah. <laughs> and if they see lots of them and realize you're dating a lot of people. <laughs> Uh, the people who you invite to weigh in do not have to have Tinder accounts themselves, and um, they aren't able to do anything on your behalf, including liking the profile or messaging potential dates. So, yes, you're right. It's just looking. It's just looking in the lies that the people post, I mm-hmm. guess. Because I've, uh, I've never been on Tinder, but I assume there's, like, the photo, and then you get some brief description. I don't know. I, I don't use it either. But the but I mean the photo is the key, right? Inevitably, you and I will both be using it. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Seven Eleven, not only my future place of employment, but also Evan Lux. <laughs> the way this, lucky. The way the schooling is going. Um, Evan Luck joins us this morning, son of Mike and Adrian Luck. And, of course, if you're a longtime listener to Rock Mornings, you knew him as We Evan at one point. But We is not what he is anymore. Good morning, Evan. Good morning. How are you? Good, Pally. How are you? 
I'm good. Can't complain. Um, no, nobody, nobody can complain. Can complain yeah, no, no one cares. Life is so tough out there in the salt mines. <laughs> um, there was a time, if you remember, Evan, when you would join us talking football, and I would ask you some like cute little kid question, you know, like what's your dream when you grow up and all of that stuff. But we're past all that now, right? I mean, you're a young man, so let's talk about things like uh, the, the drugs you and your buddies are into. <laughs> 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 no? Okay. What crimes have you committed uh, right, recently? Yeah. Um, uh, now, Evan's going to, um, uh, what is it, a French... Uh, French immersion high school. Yeah. Okay. And and I guess the drive has uh, been a bit of a pain because the school is like east of Gravenhurst, right? <laughs> so you, you would think. <laughs> you would think. It's I over have... an hour in, in the commute when yeah. you take the bus in. I mean, if it's just driving there yourself, it's mm. what twenty minutes, fifteen, yeah. twenty minutes. But it weaves all over but the place. Weaves, but buses weave all over, and we're, we're we're it's our first experience on the bus. I think. And uh, yeah, and Evan, I guess the bus goes by my place, right? Yeah, we pick up right in front of your place, actually. I saw you out. Uh, you had the bus stop so you could have a dart. <laughs> <laughs> Part of my plan was to drop him off at your house every morning. <laughs> Let Maria give him breakfast and get him on the bus about an hour after we would normally. So it's uh, it's take your kid to a work day. Now, Evan, you've I mean, your whole life now, basically, your dad's been been in radio, your mother as well. Uh, at 14 years of age, is this something you uh, would like to pursue? Do you like the idea of what your dad and mom do for a living? Um, I'm probably not as talkative as my dad, obviously, <laughs> but um, maybe it could be something I could pursue yeah. in the future. If there's uh, something right off the top of your head, because you're in grade nine, so you probably have to even start talking and thinking about the future, university and such. Is there uh, is there something you think off the top of your head you'd like to do as a career? Um, I'm hoping to pursue the firefighting, hopefully. Okay. Um, good pension, good. good pension in that. Yeah, <laughs> money to be made. <laughs> that well, he's got to work on his side gigs though. Is the problem if you're going to be a firefighter? He's right. Like, he's got to get his tool and die and stuff going. <laughs> oh, and if he works for is it? Tri- I don't know if it's just Toronto or it's all fire departments, but you work like one day a month. Or most something. of them, most of them now are twenty four yeah. hour. Yeah. All right. Well, that would be interesting. Mm. I mean, you could follow the. Uh, I at one point around your age thought I'd be an international playboy. <laughs> that didn't quite work out though. But you don't say. There's a chance. There's a chance for you, Evan. So outside of school, what do, what do we got going on? What's our hobbies? What's our likes? What's our dislikes? What are we enjoying? Um, I like having fun with my friends, obviously. But yeah. hockey's a definitely a like. I don't really dislike shock. anything. Right. <laughs> That's shocking a shock. term of events. That and phone. Apparently, phone yeah. is a is a massive like. Now, I uh, I make fun of your dad all the time because uh, of his uh, uh, what I call uh, addiction to hockey. But you you live in that house with him, so share some secrets. Like, is it is it hockey talk or on TV twenty four seven at the Luck Ranch? Um, I won't say twenty four seven, but a lot of the talk you can talk about <laughs> hockey and stuff because it's. It's a big topic in our house, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of fun seeing my dad on everywhere. And yeah. Everywhere, like on sports set and stuff. Your buddies have seen him doing a play-by-play? Yeah, a yeah. lot of my friends I have. doubt it. You know, to be honest, they don't really, they, they don't, he doesn't even watch when I'm off. <laughs> they don't, like, well, that's kids, true. Of kids, kids. Don't, they don't watch, you know, the attention span to watch a right. whole hockey game. Right. You know, I'm sure he's probably checks out the highlights. Mm-hmm. Or if it, they put up, sometimes they post a, a top goals and stuff on Instagram. Right. They'll see. They they react more to that. Like, when you see, like, the, like there's NHL best or something like that, they show, mm-hmm. like, the top 30 goals of the mm-hmm. month. 
And if my call's on, they're like, hey, you called that goal. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was last week when I was away. You don't remember that because you weren't watching. Weren't paying attention. Well, that that's what kids do. They really, you know, it is funny. Like, I, I remember being a, a teenager, and there's that disconnect from your parents from about, well, probably Evan's age till maybe into your, like, 20s or something where you then finally either start to appreciate what your parents do or did or maybe when you get married and start having kids of your own and then right. you go okay i get it like i mean that that's how it was with my dad and i and every family's different but i remember just like having zero interest in him and he seemed to have zero interest in me for a good part of our teen years and then you know it comes around this uh this bring your kid to, to work day is an interesting little experiment that mm-hmm. we're seeing here because well for me it could go it could go good mm-hmm. in terms of he sees now that what the hell four o'clock in the morning looks like mm-hmm. and right away he was like, I can't believe you do this every day mm-hmm. and no wonder you have a nap. He also sees how little we do when we're in here. It could backfire completely <laughs> in in the yeah. sense that he's watching us as he's watching YouTube videos along with us. He's fit right in perfectly oh, yes. with uh with our course of action throughout this. But I do see it like like he's singing along to the some of the songs that we're playing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like I'm having a good dad moment. Like I've done some some things okay. Yeah. He's not uh He's not foregoing what we're playing to listen to Cardi B on his headphones. No, not at all. And look, you, you have raised a couple of good boys. I've known them now since well, like, they were like four and two. Oh, they put on a good show for you, though, because you let them yeah. in the pool. Well, sure. Yeah, they're, but that's also a, a sign that they're good kids and that they're they're polite and, and well-raised. And even if they're, they are a complete and utter pain in your arse at home, <laughs> uh, when they're out amongst the people, they're good. Now, uh, Evan's wearing a Yale uh, toque. Yes. I assume that's the closest we're getting to Yale. Uh, unless it works by osmosis <laughs> for admission. <laughs> yeah. He might have dreams of an Ivy League future. Yeah. To which I say, no. Let's, so, that's a bit expensive. What's on the agenda for the rest of the day now? The two of you will be done at 9 a.m. And what, we'll go for a breakfast or we'll just head home and everybody will fall no, asleep? No, I think he's sticking around the office for a little Is bit. Is he really with he's his mom? See, well, he's got to see what happens. Oh, right. Here, right? Where, gotta, where the real work happens. Yes, yeah, he's got to go fold some T-shirts. Because <laughs> when he's sitting with your uh, with your wife and his mom, he'll be like, you're not going to believe. Dad does nothing in the morning. <laughs> That's right. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I hear that when he gets home this afternoon that he'll be he'll be loading bricks the next time <laughs> this comes around and uh with your uh dad doing hockey evan i guess you guys are uh you're off to nashville soon right and you're gonna go take in a predators game uh yeah well cool. we're going to a hockey tournament for me obviously for nashville but hopefully we'll get to go watch a good game in nashville nice all right well it's great having you in here evan you're a good young man uh, it is uh, midweek, and we've got uh, football this weekend. Off the top of your head, Lucky, can you think of uh, – we don't need to do a bunch of games. We've got the Rocks pick and pool uh, at the rock.fm. But why don't we, just for old time's sake, have Evan pick one game this week? All right. Well, let's uh, let's go with what could be a real marquee game. It's the Dolphins and Chiefs, okay. which is a Sunday morning game. They're playing this one in Germany. Oh, part, wow. of this, part of this NFL, they're trying to test out in the NFL. They've been doing this this year, uh, test out European games to okay. see whether or not they could have a franchise across the Atlantic wow. and play regular season games on a regular basis. Isn't and that insane? We, didn't we try one in Toronto or we were... Well, they tried a, a couple of Toronto series. They've done a few games in London, yeah. but they actually had, I think it was Jacksonville they had earlier this year, stay and play two games because they wanted to see 
how big an advantage it would be okay. for the team that gets to stay there for playing against a team that has to fly in and deal oh, okay. with that time change. Yeah. It's an interesting little experiment that's going on here. And, of course, I'm sure they're they're raking in tons of money on mm-hmm. the whole deal. But anyway, so uh, if you're doing your picks in the Rocks NFL pick and pools, there's a Thursday nighter you got to deal with, the Titans and Steelers, but that's boring. Um, so like, Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins – uh, two teams that have been very, very good. Well, at least when Taylor Swift is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami six and two, and so are the Chiefs. So two six and two teams playing Sunday morning. Evan. All right, Evan. Um, I'm gonna take the Chiefs here. I think Taylor Swift's got the mojo going. <laughs> there you go. He's back. Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. Ninety four nine. The Rock.